I can never remember if this is the beat to Y'all Ready for This? Or is it just the Jellyfish Jam from SpongeBob? Or is it just the same exact beat? Anyways, after a long awaited comeback, we're finally here. It's Kingdom Hearts by Ho! It's been 84 years! Colin Cody! Oh no, I'm glitching! There's bugs everywhere! Oh no! It's Riku, they filled him with bugs. They, they filled him with bugs? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. That's Boogie Boogie's job. <laughs> uh, uh, glad, glad to see we're, we're back firing on all cylinders. Um, yeah, we're back. Yay! With recoded, it's yeah. it's here, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our potentially longest break. I don't know. Depends on how you count it, but a, a chunky break for perhaps the least whelming game in the series. But I mean, it's Kingdom Hearts. Everything's topsy turvy. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> Maybe this one doesn't get a fair shake. Maybe we'll talk about all that and more in the many weeks to come. So, uh, I am your metaverse avatar, Kevin. Oh, God. Joined by my... My... <laughs> I don't know. There's so many metaphors we could draw here. My... my uh, Nord VPN encrypted journal <laughs> entries, Marshall. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah, oh, we're here to talk about 20, well, 20, 2011s, uh, slash 20, whenever, 28, 29. Um, well, recoded is 2011. We're talking yeah. about recoded, the DS remake. Of the movable thing that came out, but we'll get into all that hairy business in a little bit. Oh, ho, ho. Um, so yes, uh, I think I think I said uh, at the end of last season that this is one of the rare Kingdom Hearts that I've not played. Um, yes, and so days I hadn't played. I watched. I think I watched a Let's Play um, of like the actual gameplay oh, okay. uh, once many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, I I have like very little exposure. Pretty much any familiarity I have is through the uh, the two point five cutscenes, which I'm sure, much like Days, are a very skewed representation of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I that's a, that's yeah. A, dialogue boxes skipped and everything yeah i uh i sampled i'll go back and i'll watch the 2.5 because i don't think i ever did but yeah there's a lot of text box dialogue put into fm well i guess in engine cutscenes. Mm-hmm. so it's definitely more cinematic than 
seeing the sprites come across the screen and just babble at each other. Uh, but I, I feel yeah. like from what I saw, it condensed the story pretty well. But uh, we'll definitely yeah, have to go back I mean, and watch the movie. There's really not much of a story to condense. But, <laughs> <clears throat> um, but yeah, so this will be a a, uh, a blind playthrough, as the, the kids like to say these days. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into my impressions. Uh, once oh. we get to... Uh, the gameplay segment, but <laughs> before I tell you that story, I have to tell you this story, um, which is to say we've got some little 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 doodads and tidbits to kind of, I don't know, just chat through, because it turns out a lot's happened in the last six or so months since we wrapped, and we figured, you know, some of these are, are Kingdom Hearts adjacent, mm-hmm. so, yeah, why not just... Have a little, little, little coffee side chat about the other things. So, <clears throat> and tonight's headlines. Um, yeah, what do, what do, what do, you, what do you got for me as far as uh, hot topics? <laughs> well, I guess the first thing I actually didn't write it down at all. Uh, I really just remembered it. We have gotten people. Have people have gotten finally into the missing link? beta so we've seen like tidbits of how that game will play so i'm sure if you go on youtube following that uh, it's it's been pretty minimal so far but people but that beta testers have been getting in so you can kind of get a a look on the gameplay finally after this was announced at the 25th anniversary so was that early was it april 20 it wasn't april last year right Um, was april 22 wait 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 the twentieth. Sorry, 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 twentieth. Twenty twenty two. Gotcha. Okay. Which is yeah, basically two years ago now. <laughs> Jeez. Good uh, lord. Oh, I yeah. You you, you uh, think it wouldn't take that long to release a mobile game? But who am I to say? It, it, exactly. It it falls within the same category of Ever Crisis to me, where it got announced forever ago, and now it's finally coming to fruition. So it's kind of in a in a weird, awkward I mean, space. Yeah, that's basically Square's MO now, isn't it? It's announcing things way too early before they come out couldn't be Square Enix. Not not yeah. not not whatsoever. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but that's well, I guess that's interesting. Um I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'm just more expecting you know, Union Cross Unchained, um, and, um, friends, uh, as far as, like, story, so, this is one, this one's not really on my radar. Oh, de- yeah, but I it's mean, definitely feels like it'll be the same vein. Yeah, so, but maybe it's gonna be really cool, we'll, we'll see, I'm sure we will cover it in some capacity when the time comes. Eventually! The 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 specter of of time looms over all, which brings <laughs> us to our next topic. Uh, do not question for whom the mouse tolls. Oh gosh, tolls <laughs> for thee. Um, yeah, Mickey Mouse is now in the public domain. Except whoa, whoa, is he? <laughs> uh, no, he, he he's not. He's 
He's not. Oh, you um, wish. Steamboat Willie is. Uh, which so I read on this, read up on this uh, a little bit, just because I mean one, it's interesting and yeah, it's pertinent to all of our little nerdy um, mm-hmm. penchants. Um, so it's just the Steamboat Willie iteration, which is just the black and white, um, rubber hosey style. Uh, yeah. Which is to say nothing of like basically any modern incarnation slash. I don't even think Mickey Mouse like the name, like you can't use, and like you can't use it in any way that's that besmirches the Disney name. Yes. Um, there are a few things so. when it comes to public domain. So it's not completely kind of free reign. Like obviously right. it's still an ongoing IP, but yeah, it's um the fo- I I literally had like four big notes, not for not even the show really, just like to myself as like looking back into public domain stuff, but yeah, you can't pretend that like whatever you're making that features I'll say classic Mickey is a Disney mm-hmm. production, so you can't, you know, there, there, there are certain restrictions. But he is in the public domain finally, which is kind of crazy because we're we're yeah. we're here in the public domain space. We are in the twenty first century because of this little bastard in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy to think about. Um, and yeah, so I guess just January 1st is public domain day as Google will let everyone know for like the next four weeks as they keep churning out all these headlines. Um, but yeah, like just like a cavalcade of steamboat willy content just flooded as soon as the, uh, the, the, the ban lifted. Oh, absolutely. Um, which is to say, just a bunch of schlocky, like, edgy, like, horror, like, games. And, like, there was a movie, like, the Winnie the Pooh movie that came out. And it's like, ah, ah, you're so clever. He's a child's <laughs> character. And now he's murdering people. Whoa. It's funny. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I did not watch that Winnie the Pooh one, but I heard that it's, it's just downright awful. <laughs> I really... I, I never saw Blood and Honey when it came out, and I really actually do want to see it. It, it. It's like a B or C slasher film. It's nothing really to write home about. Yeah. But just... It's, again, it's just it's just the edgy factor of it, I think, is yeah. interesting. But, yeah, nothing I've seen that's come from Steamboat Willie being in the public domain so far has been vaguely interesting whatsoever. Yeah, like... It all is more... It just feels like it's more like, um... It's just there to, yeah, get the headline. It's not like an actual interesting, like, oh, look at this. Yeah. I'm saying something new about this character. I don't know. Exactly. It's still just the shock factor stuff coming out right now. Yeah, it's like, um... Um... There was a movie that came out... I guess it was like a decade ago now. But it was called, um... Escape from Tomorrowland. Where, like, the whole gimmick is... They, like, filmed gorilla-style at Disney. Um, and it's, like, about how the park's actually evil. Oh, and, like, oh, everyone <laughs> who goes there is consumer sheep, and there's a grand conspiracy, and blah, blah, blah. Interesting. Um, and the, the, the dad character's, like, this weird creep, and, like, the whole thing's, like, a metaphor about 
sexual repression. It's weird. Um, if anyone's <laughs> interested, Jenny Nixon has a really great video on it. But like, it's that same <laughs> of idea of like taking something pure and aimed at children and like flipping it on its head and making it all gritty and yucky. And it's like, well, yeah, like that. That's it. That's that's the gimmick, and they don't go anywhere beyond that. So, yeah, all this to say. I'm not really sure what this offers us now that we have this character in the public domain, but yeah, he's here. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean we're never going to go back to Timeless River? Oh my goodness. That is an interesting question as far as how Disney will use that iteration now. Because I, I remember, um, so there's like the Mickey Mouse, I don't even know how to describe it. I, I think it's a series, but... Um, I've only seen it as like a few specials, but like the the most recent incarnation of like Mickey as a cartoon on Disney from like twenty I don't know like the mid twenty tens till now. Um, it's a much more fun art style, but it's still kind of like the classic like um, uh, what do they call it? Pie eyes piece of my eyes like the pac-man eyes oh okay. uh, i'm doing a great job of explaining this <laughs> uh but if you go on disney plus and you look at mickey like it's like the wonderful world of mickey mouse or something like that it's like really good it's actually entertaining there's a really good halloween special i was Christmas about special. to say you <laughs> um, but they just ended that like quote-unquote run oh uh, and it was hmm. like a big disney 100 play uh with steamboat willie where the mickey and that cartoon like crosses over with Steamboat Willie and it like spawns like a bunch of clones like Super Mario 128 style. Oh wow. Um, I haven't seen it. I probably should because everything about that sounds amazing. Uh, but I I wonder and I'm sure they've, they've spoken about it so if I had just done some homework and research uh, I wonder if that was like their big send off for the character. Um, hmm, I can see that. Or if they plan it. Because, you know, they really bank on that old Mickey whistling his little tune on the, on the, um, the steering wheel. What, what do they call it? A ship? Is it just a steering wheel? Is there a fancy <laughs> nautical term for it? There might be a fancy, a fancy term for the area. Or the area where yeah. the, like, the wheel is. But not to my knowledge. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like he's like a little merchandising machine. So, yeah. like, yeah, I wonder... If it'll change, like, how they use him, uh, that's a little more interesting to me. Um, Definitely. Yeah. A hundred years, everybody, which is to say, um, yeah, big, big anniversary year that was kind of meh <laughs> for the, uh, the house, what the mouse built. Um yeah. So that's the other sort of big headline, which, mm-hmm. again, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I feel like there should have been some Kingdom Hearts play there, like whether it was like a little event, but like the mobile games are over now, or like even just Nomura like doing like a little art piece. I don't know. Maybe he did, and I just have not been following all this. Yeah, um, it's been, from my knowledge, very just off the cuff, I feel like the well's been dry ever since the anniversary announcements. I was about to say last year, 2022. Yep. 
up until like the missing link beta stuff because yep. because yeah, they're like i'll check kh insider like yeah every, like two months and yeah it's it's bleak yeah it's <laughs> it's dry out there right now which was why yeah. like when the missing link stuff came they're like finally some good food and by good food yeah. i mean a scrap at the table <laughs> yeah uh but yeah disney 100 um so they were super keen to shoot out a bunch of merch but they didn't really oh, yeah. do anything else to celebrate i mean i guess they did a bunch of stuff at the parks which i haven't been so i couldn't say but i'm sure it was cool yeah um but like the big the big thing obviously was their movie uh which was wish which was supposed to be like the the love letter to disney across a hundred years um but it kind of kind of flopped now didn't it Ooh. yeah I, I was actually looking because all i've seen was word of mouth stuff i saw people just complaining yeah. about it was it was funny because i they previewed a bunch of the songs like a month or two before the movie came out so for a while i kept seeing ads and i'm like oh i should see wish oh wait wish doesn't come out until like the end of the year why why do i feel like this movie's already been out but yeah people just i feel like my feed for a while was people just bashing the songs so I had really mm. no inclination yeah, to go see it. About the songs. Yeah. Um, I do, I do want to watch it at some point, obviously, and it'll, it, it'll yeah. be definitely a, like a Disney Plus watch. Uh, but oh, yeah, sure. I, I've I've seen that it's gotten it, it. Obviously, like you said, it pays homage to some classic Disney stuff. It, yeah, but it, yeah. it didn't do too well amongst critics. It it made its but it I should say it made its budget back, which means it didn't profit. Um, for those that aren't really aware, movies are kind of considered like ballpark. You should make double what you spent to make the movie to be considered profitable because probably right. the budget that went towards the movie went towards marketing and advertising and stuff like that. So it, in all, in all seriousness, it, I get the movie did actually flop, but uh, it was very funny. Yeah. Especially considering it's a Disney animated movie that came out around the holidays like that should have been like that's that's what Encanto was yeah it was a huge hit um so it's pretty crazy that it it fumbled as hard as it did um I saw a headline today that said it was the fourth highest grossing animated movie of the year which you know kind of sounds like a lot but like again like for Disney like it's not it's not good. yeah especially since it's like they're big tentpole movie so exactly yeah, yeah. myself but morbidly curious um but it just i don't know like I, I saw the trailer and i was like this seems incredibly generic <laughs> um and that's kind of what people are saying after seeing it um and yeah the things i've heard about like the way that they like Pay homage to the old movies just sounds really bad. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so it's it's weird. Um, like if you wanted like the big one hundo celebration, like first of all, just watch Once Upon a Time or Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Studio. There you uh, go on Disney Plus, which is only seven minutes long, and that's a celebration 
because um, it's all well not all but it has like basically all the characters you love uh so like from 2d animation and then 3d animation they like blend together seamlessly and it's just yeah disney nice. through the years and they're all running through the studio and then there's a big group moment at the end that's really sweet um and yeah they should have just did that but as a movie Roger <laughs> Rabbit style baby if like, only <laughs> it would have been insanely expensive though cause even for that the seven minutes like they got a lot of the voice actors back mm-hmm. so like well I was gonna say that would be crazy expensive but I mean that's basically what they did for you know the last two Avengers movies where it's like all these super big Hollywood stars that they're paying mm-hmm. so I don't know maybe they could have done it yeah guts <laughs> <laughs> well it's, it's funny uh, I am watching the I keep wanting to call it the Sword and Shield series but it's it's Pokemon Journeys but it's the Gen 8 anime show and I'm finally towards the end where there's a lot of like there's like a million split second cameos uh like in, I mean, the last like t- fifteen episodes. It's Ash's last season, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, um, so I they're... really, you said that, and that jogged my memory of that exact thing. Because it'll be like, yeah. oh, look at these five characters we haven't seen in ten years. None of them have a speaking role. They're just gonna stare at the screen and pawn and look yep. at Ash catch him do a thing. And I'm just like, yep, we don't want to pay somebody to come back and say like two lines. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. It, it feels so. It's definitely a um. I don't know. Um, bit of a warning sign, or like it's a. That sounds too bleak. It's an interesting summation of Disney's creative mantra as of now which is to say yeah. they're kind of in a punk <laughs> oh definitely uh, at least animation wise uh, but I mean Marvel's not doing great and neither is Star Wars really um, so mm. yeah um, it's a weird time definitely all this to say uh, for Kingdom Hearts purposes like yeah, there's like there's not like a lot of new Disney that I'm like, ooh, can't wait to see that in Kingdom Hearts. Like, like the last, well, Encanto is like probably the exception because that would be good. But yeah, like, definitely. Beyond that, like Moana is like like a real like ooh yeah that's gonna be so good in Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Everything after that, I'm just like. Eh, it's, 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 can't wait for the the strange world world <laughs> eh. oh oh god oh oh god you remember me that strange world came out jeez yeah there's my conniption for the day <laughs> can't wait for the the light year weird prequel world oh, oh eh. gosh yep 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 uh, there's there there's everything i repressed thanks buddy <laughs> oh my goodness yeah, well, it's yeah. God. Even, even looking at the trailer for four and sort of the realm of realism it's in right now too could definitely affect what properties we see. So, yeah, <sighs> I mean that's that's a whole other conversation. Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like I said, weird time. 
So I've I did a, I had my own little Disney celebration and just watched a bunch of the old stuff because uh, Christmas time I don't know always reminds me of Disney and in fact I actually replay through the main trilogy anyways of Kingdom Hearts. Um, so I did that over the break. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's my little little winter tradition. It's just all Disney all the time, baby. So it's been fun. Nice, nice. But we have another uh, Disney Disneyification of sorts <laughs> as far as new things. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, these transitions are as smooth as butter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Disney released a trading card game, which feels simultaneously so long ago. But also, like, it was only, like, two months. Really? <laughs> yeah, we're... Uh, Lorcana! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, I say that because it hasn't been available until, like, <laughs> a month ago. But even then, I'm not sure. I happened to get some stuff online, but I don't know how widely available it is, like, actually in stores. Um, it's it's better now. It's, it's, it's oh, finally goody. gotten better. Yeah, I had texted... We have a small text group between you and me and some other people about Lorcana. Yeah. And so, yeah, I forget what I was doing, but yeah, uh, my partner was at a store and she took a photo of some Lorcana stuff and I was like, it exists in the wild! Oh my goodness! And then, yeah, I went back to the same Target, a different Target, because there's like two or three Targets in our area that we, we go to just for things, not just for card games, but I always stop at the card game section because I have a problem. I at least just stare at the cards. I never buy anything. But yeah, like, I saw some Rise of the Floodborne packs, accessories. The uh, last time I went, I think this past weekend before, um, some snowfall hit in our area. There were starter decks. Mostly the starter decks are left around and available. So it's... it's Nature is healing. Definitely. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Crazy to think. Um, I mean, I kind of expect as much. It's a Disney card game. Of course, people are going to be all over it. So, yeah. Like, stock was probably... I mean, I'm sure most card games go through this. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty crazy uh, the first few months as far as, you know, just, like, all the cliches of retail of, like, just... Yep. Because we talked about this, um, you know, during COVID times of, like, Pokemon... Pokemon TCG, like, people just kind of, like, lining up to just get, like, you know, fight over, like, ten packs, basically. <laughs> Essentially. Um, yeah. I uh, I remember the dark times very well as a, as a judge and, a, yeah. and as a person who does events. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, yeah. So Lorcan is just going through the same thing. I was talking to, um, like, my two friends who play the Digimon trading card game as well, and I was just, like, chit-chatting with them. And, yeah, they mentioned the same thing, because that game came out in... 2020 so it was pure all in that same oh, pandemic oh. year they had the same clash of like oh look at this cool card game well i can't buy in the product because i can't find any product in store so yep. it's now disney's turn to feel the same ire mm-hmm. um yeah. But, but yeah like you said first chapter was so hard to come by i had to buy yep. starter decks people were opening starter decks and taking the pa- the free pack out of it and then reselling the starter deck as is, which is really actually all that I wanted. So it was unfortunately yeah. perfect for me. But yeah, it's finally 
getting back to normal. You, I completely forgot about the set two stuff, and then you texted me one morning, and it's like, get in the queue! Get in the queue! And I'm like, oh god, it's happening! Yeah. Um, yeah, their website's pretty terrible, but I did manage to get through and, and buy some goodies. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's kind of crazy, because as soon as one set comes out, the next one's announced, and it's like, can y'all... Can y'all just guarantee stock for, for <laughs> the one that came out like ten minutes ago first? Like yeah, I think it's. I was looking at singles from Floodborne. I think Into the Inklands. I'm not sure if they're official previews, but they've shared like a handful of cards for, for set three. So yeah, they've they've revealed their cards a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, because we had you made the same joke when uh, set two got revealed like yep. maybe two weeks into set one's release so yep. yeah it's uh, it uh, it i'll keep it very brief but it's very funny i had this conversation with one of our friends because obviously magic is like the big daddy of of card games but they're releasing so many products a year mm. it's actually hurting local game stores because they have to keep up with the times so the minute something goes onto shelves another product comes out like a month month and a half later and it's mm-hmm. just it you know your your stuff is like, hot for a month but then it's gone or if, it, if yeah. it's still around you have a hard time moving it so yeah it's, it's just uh, taking up shelf space ex- exactly yeah so yeah. i don't hope lorcana doesn't end up doing the same thing but yeah i don't know if they're like just kind of fast tracking just to get a bunch of cards out and then they'll kind of slow down but yeah like I don't know. This is my first real card game that I like actively follow, so I don't mm. know like what's industry standard, but I don't know. It seems to be stabilizing as you said, but yeah. yeah. Let's let's hope it sticks it through because yeah, we played a few games and it's pretty fun. So, mm-hmm. I would like it to you know, become more popular uh, and stick around. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. If anyone is listening who's interested, um, yeah. It, it, so if you've never played a, uh, a trading card game, I guess I should say, and you're thinking, ooh, a Disney card game sounds fun, uh, yeah, give it a try. Because part of the game, like the point of it is to be pretty accessible. Um, Definitely. Because, you know, it's aimed at kids. Uh, so I think it's pretty beginner friendly in that sense. And, you know, there's only two sets out, so you're not like bombarded by all these crazy combinations yet. Although I'm sure there's some wacky stuff out there. Um, (laughs) but yeah, it's a good time to get in. Um, especially, you know, if you have something like a card shop near you where you can go to like little local events, um, play with real people. Uh, if not, there are some... Um, other methods which you can try out the game for yourself before scrounging for physical cards. Uh, but I'll I'll leave you to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 good. I've 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 got the fever a bit because even if you don't play it, um, just collecting the cards is fun because the art's really cute and charming, um, and it's Disney which we like around here, so. Yeah, Lorcana. Pooh Bear, Honey Wizard, baby! Yeah. 
Yeah, Poo Honey <laughs> Wizard. Uh, Poo Honey Wizard for Smash, please. Exactly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, another very quick point, but it reminded me that when, um, speaking of Magic the Gathering, they announced that they were going to do uh, Final Fantasy Universes Beyond set in 2025. And so every time I think of Lorcana, every few times I think of Lorcana, I remember that's coming out. And I'm very interested to see what that's going to do because Final Fantasy also mm. has its own trading card game, which yeah, is, ask. it's, it's, it's not very popular in the West. It's very popular in Japan. So it, it vaguely ties into what we're talking about. So I, I'm definitely curious to see what's going to come out of that. Didn't Kingdom Hearts have a TCG like way back when? Like when probably. <laughs> oh, I, I was chatting with someone about, um, like, all of the old... Because we're referencing, so, for reference, I guess, One Piece has a card game that came out... I forget if it's late 22 or early 23, but it's been popular in Japan and outside of Japan. And so I remember getting, like, issues of Shonen Jump with, like, the Naruto collectible card game promos in it and being like, that's cool, I don't know how the hell to play this game, but that's pretty cool. And, like we just kind of went down the rabbit hole of properties that had just a card game just to capitalize on having a card game, especially, like, in the 2000s. Okay, yeah, there was one uh, in 2007. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I thought it would have been, been America. And four sets were released. Um, weird. Yeah, like, what even is this? probably bad is it just is it just disney like is it just lorcana i so i guess another random lorcana thought um i was watching a video and someone had to reinforce the fact that uh disney and kingdom hearts kingdom hearts like the ip itself will never be separate they'll always be tied together because at the end of the day Mm -hmm. it is disney owned and so we were speculating this not really speculating but just lamenting when lorcana was coming out of like Final Fan, or not Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts cards, Lorcana, when please? When please? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, hmm. I could see them going as far as, like, um, like, the Kingdom Hearts versions of, like, you know, Mickey, Doll, and Goofy. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, some of the other ones. Uh, like Chip and Dale and whatnot, um, and like maybe Sora, and then some like items like you know different Keyblades maybe, but like I don't think they go beyond that as far as like, eh, I don't know maybe Riku and Kyrie. Yeah, I think you stick but to the recognizable characters. Yeah, it's it's a floodgate. Um, it's, it, there you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, playing Kingdom Hearts three. There's a very clear divide between Disney in that game and Kingdom Hearts in that game. And, yeah, the, the, the scales have tipped quite far in one direction. Um, so, yeah, that would be interesting. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, because um, I think we talked about it uh, back when Disney Infinity was a thing. You get a Keyblade mm. in that game. So, like, they, they, they've dabbled... And such forbidden wiles before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, yeah, I don't see that happening for 
for a while. But when oh, it does, def- oh, definitely. You can bet we'll be all over it. Oh, you know it. <laughs> and then, lastly, before we get to the game proper, um, as far as the other side of Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, uh, some things happened with that series. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 came out. Yay! Yeah! Um, I only played the demo. I never actually got the full game. <laughs> I realized it was basically Devil May Cry, which I like, but I'm pretty bad at, so... <laughs> eh. But what did you think, Slash? Did you even play it? I also played the majority of the demo, but didn't pick up the full game at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. I, I can definitely say I like it. The game got a lot of acclaim when it came out. I know the Game Awards... Uh, you can uh, award shows exist i'll say that much but you know it it was definitely an award or it picked up a few awards of course over the span of the end of last year uh and it's a good game it's got some dlc coming out relatively early on this year so i'll be excited to see i i had this same dilemma when 15 came out where i picked up a copy and then i was mad at myself for opening it because i didn't play it for like two years and then i bought like uh the royal version, mm. which is the all DLC included version, for like twenty yep. bucks as like a PlayStation greatest hits. Yep. So uh, I will definitely love sixteen from a distance, and I'll see if there's like you know a complete version sometime in the future. Probably because yeah. of my, my backlog, and also seven Re- seven rebirth is probably going to hold my attention more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that's my approach for most new games. I mean. Frankly, I don't play a lot of new games these days, but when there is one that's interesting to me, like, yeah, I'm always inclined to just wait for it to go on sale, because it doesn't take long these days, um, unless it's something that I'm really, really excited about. Um, so, like in your case, uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, that's definitely going to be one that you'll probably want to play pretty quickly, because I'm sure spoilers for that game will... Will corrupt oh, the, the net waves very a thousand, quickly based a thousand on percent. how crazy remake was as far mm. as interesting story bits. Um, but yeah, that's happening. Whoa! How dare we start recording a new season of Kingdom Hearts by Heart right before Final Fantasy VII Rebirth? How mm. dare we? But yeah, nonetheless, I'm very excited. I actually, I never played the. I forget. I think it's Intermission is the DLC. Integrate is just the PS5 version. Either way, I never played the Yuffie DLC, so I started that oh. a month ago, and I played it for like a few nights. I should probably get back into playing it before Rebirth oh, okay. comes out. But it it was, it's. I have another friend who's basically in the same boat, and so we're chatting about it, and he was asking me like just like small tidbit questions, and uh, I think for most of the DLC, Yuffie's alone or she's with. Uh, a new character, not a new character, but Solon, who's a different character. So Yuffie kind of has a lot of versatility, which I like for, you know, a game where I'm basically going to be playing one character for the next six hours, essentially. So, I like her skill set. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be a fun one time. Those little patented uh, PlayStation mid-quals, like a Miles Morales or... Uh, yeah. What was another one that came out recently? Uh... <laughs> You said Midwife, think of uh, Infamous Festival of Blood, whatever little add-ons that Infamous 2 had, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Then they, 
I know they had that for, um, I played it actually, um, Infamous Second Son. Oh, yeah, before. they had First Light. Had, like, which a follow-up. Yeah, yes, exactly. you played as Fetch, yeah. Yeah, and then Uncharted had one, um, uh, Lost... Lost, Lost Legacy. Legacy. Um, but there was, there was, like, another one that just came out that was, like, pretty good. Uh, completely mm. blanking. Mm. But, yeah, all to say, yeah, more content. Yay! Woo! <laughs> for the things what we love. Um, so yeah, keep an eye out for that, gamers. I'm sure it's gonna be a blast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, thus brings us to our main attraction flow. Go <clears throat> uh, Kingdom Hearts joke. Yeah. So. <laughs> Let's see. As you know, if you've been here before, uh, when we start a new game and a new season, we like to give you a little little backstory on like the development and whatnot. Um, which uh, there shouldn't be too much because it's a pretty pretty simple little game, but yeah, it does have quite humble beginnings. So. <laughs> yeah. So as we alluded to earlier. It started as a simple mobile game, which was Japan exclusive, uh, and it was announced. Whew, this is bringing me back, kiddos. <laughs> Tokyo Game Show 2007 as a triple deluxe, uh, alongside Birth by Sleep and Days. Uh, please check out our older seasons on those titles. Yeah, if you haven't already for some reason. They're the freshest. <laughs> um, aside from this one, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then it came out a year later, um, and a bit of like a, an episodic release, which still don't really understand how that works as far as like mobile. Like this was pre, well not pre, but like right on the cusp of iPhone when it was like yeah old school like brick phones kind of yeah i i you wouldn't believe like it wasn't an app yeah it was like you went to your phone's terrible store and then exactly i don't i couldn't find how they updated i literally i in in our notes document i finally found a picture of what the damn phone looked like because i had searched mm-hmm. for way too long trying to find this singular mobile device that played, mm-hmm. that played OG Conan. Uh, it just looks like a Japanese uh, razor and a psychic had a baby. Is my best affirmation of that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I my my only knowledge I think of probably, it's probably especially in the Japanese market is I feel like you could either in electronic stores or maybe at your cell phone cell your cell phone provider. Or, like, certain places you could update certain softwares. So, I couldn't find any information to support this. But would every time a new episode of Kingdom Hearts Coded came out, did you have to go, oh boy, I can't wait to go to my local Best Buy and get the software update? Yeah, truly, truly boggles the mind. Um, But they, they certainly did it. Um, yeah, even even really before episodic gaming took off, I feel this is like what two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, so. 
mild, I guess very mildly ahead of its time, but still an eyebrow raised at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so much so that even the game's co-director thought it was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Nomura wanted to create a game with a bit of a a different feel to it, uh, where it was more like exploring the levels, kind of like a playground versus, I guess, more like combat-oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, and the co-director, who I assume is Tai Yasue, um, because again, I've been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts games, and each time in those credits, his name pops up as co-director. Oh, um, it might be that, yeah. I could be wrong, though, for this particular installment. Um, but yeah, he thought it was a bad idea, but still interesting. <laughs> so, take that for what you will. Um. <laughs> as, I, 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 can, I can imagine the meeting where this, or at least the one-on-one where this happened. It's like, most of what you've brought to me is dog shit, but I like the premise of it. <laughs> yeah. Sell it. Ship it. Deliver it. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely... Need... We need to fill the fiscal year. Exactly. <laughs> uh, definitely on a positive note, I feel like it's definitely something where it's like, again, this is this looks rough, but there's a promise in the concept. And, you know, here we are talking yeah. about the release of it. So, obviously, it came to fruition. Yeah. I know there's, like, a rumor um, slash, like, an old... An old uh, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Jeez. A hoax, I guess you could say, that like, oh, Nomura came up with the idea of coded when he was drunk. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and that's, that's like, complete bollocks. Um, I think it's because, like, there was, like, some quote attributed to him where he, like, kind of said as much, but it was, like, really taken out of context. Yes. Um, I have a vague recollection of this. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't say for sure, but. It's not true, as far as we know, allegedly. <laughs> uh, like, that's not how games are made, kiddos. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, as much as it might seem like it on the surface for this one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, I'm guessing as part of, like, a little cross-promo type of thing, uh, when it first released in Japan, it was pre-released, or pre-installed, on the Docomo Prime series P-01A mobile phone. Yay. Yeehaw. It took me way too long to find this damn image of this phone playing coded. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> over it. <laughs> uh, you're doing God's work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was kind of the end of coded honestly it 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 came and gone but well funny enough our next point is it basically got picked up for an international audience very soon after release ish because what if coded would have come out over the course of 2008 to early 2009 i think without looking at the release schedule basically the next year is when recoded kind of quick turnaround yeah it's interesting, definitely. Yeah, it's almost like, why didn't you just skip to that part? <laughs> For this game that no one really wanted. <laughs> um, let's see. It says here in your notes that the DS version was leaked by Jimmy Cricket's new voice actor. Now, I haven't 
I haven't heard about this, but if that's true, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I think this. I for, I think it's Phil Snyder. He's like the third uh, Jiminy like his English voice actor. voice actor, or yeah, yeah, it was the English voice actor. Okay. I forget if it was like an announcement or like an IMDb like updated or you know like this person's career database updated essentially, but yeah, it basically said working it, or accredited Jiminy Cricket. To Kingdom Hearts recoded, and then eyebrow raises. I vaguely remember this when it when it kind of came out at the time, because we had some mm-hmm. semblance of what coded was. As like, I say, kids, we were ba- we were almost adults. We were basically adults at this point. But yeah, yeah I, I vaguely remember there being rumors of this coming out, and then this kind of being the unofficial like hello of the the whole mm-hmm. thing. So yeah, I think Interesting. it's. Yeah, I, don't, it, I think it's very curious. But but to to summarize that up, yeah, 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 it came out late 2010 in Japan, which then turned into early 20, 2011 for the international market. So again, a quick turnaround from a mobile phone release that was, to be fair, was episodic to here's a full handheld title. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, was that always the plan, or was it... Because I guess, like, what is the difference between the two? Like, because, uh, for example, like, re-Chain of Memories is pretty different from the original Chain of Memories as far as gameplay. Uh, but as far as I'm aware, story's pretty similar, but, like... You know, with recoded, like, was like, was new, was the gameplay? Because like, looking at this tiny screenshot in your notes, <laughs> was the gameplay like pretty intact? Or I, I don't know. I feel like, no, it's it's too complicated for a phone. Yeah, from, from what I played. Yeah, from what from what I've seen from original coded, it is pretty minimal. It has, I guess, pseudo little mini games kind of built into it. I should probably refresh myself as we play act. You know, I should say as we play the game recoded. But yeah, it's it's what a phone could run back in in the twenty odds. So yeah, and it I think it has I think it operates similar to Chain of Memories where it's on a pseudo three D ish plane. Um, but yeah, I have to, I have to refresh myself a little bit. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just wonder what that impulse was. Like, maybe was it because Recom was such a hit, and then they were like, wow, we could just do that for this game. Or, like, if the story is different, as far as, like, new stuff was added, it was no more like, oh, but I need to set this up now, so we'll come up with a whole new game for it. Or yeah. Was it just, oh, I have God. all these extra ideas so let's just cram it into a coded remake but mm. um according I got, to the notes originally it was just a straight up port but then the cartridge space wasn't full so then they did the, the full remake yeah i thought mark. i thought that was interesting because it started off basically as put this game on a ds and the team was like, cool, that's pretty... Or I should say, <laughs> it sounded like it would be pretty easy. 
And, you know, if you're not going to use up the full space of, you know, especially for physical media back at the time, uh, they said, hey, we have a bunch of more space to use. And so eventually it went to to be a full 3D remake. So similar to, or similar to, literally all the KH games that we have as is. Yep. So now I kind of have to go back and actually look at original Coded's gameplay. Yeah, I have, I have no idea, honestly. Um but yeah, also interesting to note. Apparently, Nomura wanted it to be a WiiWare um, release before <laughs> shifting to the DS, um, which is just uh, yeah, so crazy. <laughs> well, I I think it's so funny why why a WiiWare title of all things for for th- for those who may be younger or unfamiliar, WiiWare is just they're smaller. More bite-sized games that are downloadable for the Wii. So I remember there was uh, a Pokemon Mystery. There were a few like random small Pokemon mystery games that were all like WiiWare exclusives. I think like the first Pokemon Shuffle was a WiiWare game. Some stuff like that. Pokemon but... Rumble. There, sorry, yeah, there you go, Pokemon Rumble. But yeah, WiiWare games yeah. were always kind of weird to <laughs> to me too. It was basically you know like like any sort of console storefront before those were like really a thing yeah um but it was like a way to play indies um exactly and then yeah some weird small games that never came out or anything else like world of goo was a WiiWare game. oh my god it was <laughs> you're right <laughs> and it was like yeah like these weird little games that like never came out anywhere else I'll just say, if it had come out there, like, talk about... These games are already hard enough as it is to find. Like, the WiiWare... The Wii Shop is is, is a, a fossil now. R.I.P. Uh, there's no way to get any of those games. Um, I'm sure they would have re-released it in some capacity. Um, well, I mean, yeah. they did, but it was just the cutscenes. So, Ta-da. like, as far as playing it, like, whew, that would have been... A nightmare... Um, yeah, so I just I, a weird direction <laughs> to take an already weird. It started as a mobile game, and then it came out on WiiWare. Like, come on, just just release a normal game for one. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure what the the method of thinking is there, honestly, and I'm not doubting no more whatsoever. It's just definitely from the outside looking in. It's definitely very a, kind of an odd way, but. And this requires go back and watching original coded. It seems like it, it could have been an accessible, small little, you know, Kingdom Hearts mm. trough for a bit, um, mm. based on what we kind of do know. But yeah, it. <laughs> I, my brain goes to like, would it be easier to develop it or just straight up port it to a Wii? But yeah, I'll, uh, I won't delve into the rabbit hole right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, once they decided on that course, um, uh, developed Mint was handled by H-A-N-D, the same team behind Days. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, as soon as they wrapped up, they were like, all right, on to the next one. Got another uh, one for so you, kid. Games came out two years apart. Um, and then, yeah, it took about a year. Uh, which the team at Square thought was impossible. Um, so they had to pull in the Osaka team 
which was the Birth by Sleep team, to help meet that deadline once they had wrapped up, I'm guessing. Um, so very, um, trying to think of a comparison of like series that have multiple games coming out at once. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure Pokemon does that right between like I, yeah, the main but, games and then like the remakes and then like the sort of side titles. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was really thinking of like going from Arceus into Scarlet and Violet because I think by the time we knew Scarlet and Violet was a thing, half the yeah. Arceus team, I think, it, this is me paraphrasing and don't take it, you know, take it with a grain of salt, was already pulled off to start work on, or you know, was already working yep. on Scarlet and Violet by the time we got the little hints and actually the full reveal of the game. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, th- I think it's a little funny that it went from. Hey, we ported your game, and we, you know, we have the possibility to do more. To be like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, I need help, 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 sir, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, classic case of scope creep. Um, mm-hmm. Do we um do we know how much this game sold, especially compared to I guess um like Days, which also came out on the DS. Oh, that's. I'm curious about that now. I'm gonna look it up in the background. Coded yeah. sales. It, I know it was, it was an interesting dime for Kingdom Hearts, at least Definitely. in the U.S. Came out in 2011, so like, I don't know. It was very much an in-between game. So it came out after Birth by Sleep, but before Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, and like Dream- we already knew dream drop distance was coming out so this just felt like a weird little okay why bother type of game <laughs> yeah i, I uh <sighs> i was gonna go into it later but yeah i'm i am one i'm always very curious to revisit titles and revisit like media that i've either have really liked in the past or honestly really not not really liked in the past and i didn't really like recoded when it came out my joy was much younger uh, mm-hmm. but yeah i th- it was the same problem i kind of had with days and I, I didn't play bbs growing up that the games are fun but they don't really advance the plot too much because yeah. spoiler but not really a spoiler and we'll go obviously too much in detail coded takes place it leads into kate leads into ddd but takes <laughs> place basically right after kh2 so it's basically the lead up to KH2's post credit explaining it, what the letter in the bottle is. Ah. Exactly. <laughs> so in a way, it's novel because it's yeah, it's a post KH2 game, but barely. <laughs> um, it, like I exactly. remember, the only real coded exposure I had like around the time it came out is I just watched the secret move the secret ending for the game um which was i mean we'll get to it when we get to it but it was a very small insignificant quote-unquote reveal that was like oh okay yeah all right next (laughs) yep i had very much forgotten what the secret ending to this game was and i was like oh yeah i'll you know i'll lock it per normal i'll come i'll watch it in game but yeah, it. 
I mean, there's like one big oh my god in that secret ending, which we'll get to when we get to, obviously. But yeah, other than yeah. that, it seems pretty minute. I think I actually, I was looking into this the other day, and uh, don't, again, don't quote me on this, actually, but I'll look it up right now. But yeah, I, I was obviously going through prepping for today. I think, I have to find the source for this, set your sources. I believe the secret ending, they wanted it to be longer, but funny enough, because of space limitations, they actually couldn't make it longer. Which, ah, funny enough, I'll point this out, we'll get, again, we'll get to it when we get to it, but there is a specific secret ending that's only in the cutscenes version in 2.5. Oh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot. I remember that. I don't I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it, but I just never knew it was a specific recoded the movie version secret I ending. I tell you the difference, yeah. Um, so, yeah, all to say, as far as story, we'll have to kind of. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll have to get as much much meat off them bones as we can. We'll be, we'll be sucking out the marrow. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, which is encapsulated no better than the opening movie. Yay! We can finally Woo. talk about the game. Um, so. <laughs> yep. We're nothing if not efficient here. Um, so, yeah, you start up the game, you get, you get a menu, you get a new Dearly Beloved. Which Hell yeah. I, We're here for that. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Um, they're always, you know, slightly different. Um, but this one's got a nice little, little, little melody to it. Um, it's a little more somber than you'd expect for such a silly premise of a game. Mm. <laughs> um, so I'll also say I'm trying to put myself in the context of what would I feel if I were playing this game on my tiny DS screen back in 2011. <laughs> um, and I think I'd be into it as far as, you know, the sort of opening presentation goes. Um, Definitely. It feels like a Kingdom Hearts game. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, especially after, what, BBS came out at this point, Days came out yeah. at this point. So we've, we've had non-Sora-based experiences in between 2 and this, so... Right. Getting getting bent down to I guess brass tacks a little bit kind of it feels mildly like a homecoming especially after the the past two games. Yeah, yeah. It's de there's definitely a novelty to playing a brand new Sora game. Mm -hmm. um, except it's not really Sora, but we'll, we'll <laughs> that. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you, you hit new game and. Fires up the opening cutscene, which is just a bunch of reused cutscenes from other games, just to give you an idea of the, the production quality of this one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it opens with the final scene of calm between Sora and Namine. Um, and then it goes into. Uh, who else but. Simple and clean. Yay. Um, we didn't just hear this in days. Or no, we didn't hear it in days. We heard it in um in Birth by Sleep. Yeah, I was about um, to say, I think Days opened with uh, Sanctuary. Did it, Sanctuary, Sanctuary? Yes. it did, Which actually. 
gave it kudos for being something different. Um, but yeah, it's just it's the tried and true Kingdom Hearts opening movie formula of just recapping the other games, except they couldn't yeah. even, you know, give it a, a new CG coat of paint. It's just literally the FMVs pulled together in Windows Movie Maker, um, and they like kind of go with the beat of the song, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that's kind of it. So, in case you forgot, <laughs> and then because it's the DS game, and for like a little bit of extra bells and whistles, you know, the bomb screen does stuff, but it, like it zooms in on very strange frames of characters from not even from the worlds that are playing in the cutscene on the top screen it's like yeah. there's like a slight delay so you'll see like the bottom left foot of one of the card soldiers but it's <laughs> playing a cutscene from Agrabah it's like what what is this what am i supposed to be feeling <laughs> it's strange god i got, i have to go back and look to see if the my copy did the same thing. Yeah, if they rig it, I could just reload the uh, the new game. It's just not save. Yeah, it but, almost felt like 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 a glitch. But then I was like, oh, but like, is that? Uh, is that a glitch? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> or at least it's what they wanted to go with. But it, yeah, it's not. It's not a glitch because it's coded or recoded. Yeah. I should say. Yeah. So. Yeah, once the opening cutscene is wrapped, then we get a little voiceover, bizarrely enough, from Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Jiminy Q Cricket um, is the real protagonist of this game. Um, so he gives kind of a quick recap of the two journeys we've gone through so far. Mm-hmm. As represented by his two journals. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I forgot to write down the verbiage. Like the he just quickly narrates each one. Like I know the KH one is like the journey to seal the darkness, and maybe two was the journey to release hearts or something along that line. It was, it was very strange. I took note of it, mm-hmm. uh, but it was basically the journey to restore the hearts that were lost. Okay, there we go. Which is a very weird way of summarizing that game, because that's basically the plot of Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> so it's like, what actually, you, what yeah, hearts were lost. What do you? Mm. Were they talking about like the amalgamation of Kingdom Hearts from all the hearts collected by the Heartless? Like, why don't you just say in the journey to stop Organization Thirteen or yeah. to stop the Nova? I don't know, like. It was busting my brain because I know that this <laughs> game is a lead-in to Dream Drop Distance, which is a lead-in to Kingdom Hearts 3, so all sorts of wires got crossed there. Um, <laughs> yeah, my initial instinct is just it's talking about uh, Xemnas' fake Kingdom Hearts that we blew up, kind of, because yeah. they were collecting hearts for that specific purpose. Yeah, I guess, but so like... I, I- at no value. point in that game does anyone say anything to the effect of, we have to restore all these hearts that have been lost. It's always just, we have to murder these these filthy nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a thousand percent. Uh, uh, 
But yeah. Oh no, one of the journals is completely blank. Ooh, if only I'd used the cloud. <laughs> um, save for one. Well, two words. Think nominee. But wait, there's more. For some reason, now. <laughs> I guess that's I guess that's like the inciting incident, right? Is a new yeah. message pops up. <clears throat> which simply says we've got a we've got a poet in the class uh, their hurting will be mended when you return to ended oh <laughs> and we're off to the races kiddos yeah I honestly forget if they even address is this something Jiminy just glossed over is it something that magically appeared just now so uh, I actually don't remember, and I'll be curious to see if it even gets addressed. Honestly, I feel like I feel like I've read the plot summary for this game so many times. Yeah, just through all the various KH media, um, and I feel like they almost always say, "But a mysterious message appeared in the journal one day <laughs> as Jiminy was reviewing it." So I just filled in that blank on my own. Maybe they said mm. it in this cutscene and we just weren't paying attention, but... I don't think they did, yeah. but I'll be curious to see further on, further along the line. Yeah. So, yeah, he tells the rest of the team back at Disney Castle and Don and Goofy show up and Don a little whack, and then... He's, so he's telling all this to Mickey, I should say. Um, yes. And speaking of voice actors, it's very weird going from... Basically, every Mickey voice actor playing through Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, and 3, and now this. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a new Mickey. I don't even know who it is at this point and what other games he was in, but he does sound slightly different. Oh, um, I, I, I honestly don't think I even, I, I even noticed really. I know Mickey's voice actor changes once or twice throughout Kingdom Hearts so far. Or at least in, in English, I should say. It's a bit higher pitched here. Let's take say. a look. Um, but... Okay. Alright. A mild note, I think. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, because he does him in the show, too. Brett Ewan is the, the current voice of Mickey. He's doing, so, uh, BBS was the first one. Oh, so okay. last game is when it is when it changed, yeah. Which in mm. thinking back to it now is kind of where I can kind of notice the difference. But either way, we've played four games with uh, Wayne Alwyn was the original uh, mm -hmm. Mickey voice, so I can definitely hear the differences between the two now. Yep. So yeah, yep. So the gang calls in Chip and Dale to God. <laughs> I don't even know. They they create an encoder, a decoder, a recoder <laughs> um, to digitize the journal. Again, I don't know why that's their <laughs> instinct, but it works miraculously, and they just it... had this technology. Um, yep. <laughs> but it's immediately bugged. Oh, no. Um, we're gonna need someone to defeat the bugs from the inside. If only we knew someone uh -huh. from the journal <laughs> who this, could this, take this, out the bugs. 
This is the part of the show where we stare at each other and we just give each other the eyebrow raise. But uh-huh. lo and behold, <laughs> lo and behold, yeah, the 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 boys create a digital version of Sora, a data Sora, if you will, to essentially traverse the date the dig- digital datascape. So yep, it's uh, it's they basically create the Matrix. And they're playing God. <laughs> Just so He's always Jiminy could remember his password, basically. <laughs> kind of. His uh, password to his uh, laptop that got magically wiped by a uh, malevolent virus, essentially. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, but, yeah, we got a Sora that we can play now. Yippee! Woo! Um, and all this to say... One prop I'll give this game is it is very efficient with this intro as far as we got a journal, just bugs, we got a new Sora. All right, you can start playing now. Um, so I guess we'll yeah. take a weird explanation. It's probably, <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's one of the shortest intro to gameplay experiences in Kingdom Hearts so far, definitely. Yeah. Like intro, datascaped. Data Sora, like maybe within like four or five minutes of opening the game, you're going through the mm-hmm. tutorial process. So yeah, yep. yeah. So yeah, Data Sora is ready to install. Um. So yeah, he shows up in the Awakening as a Kingdom Hearts character is wont to do. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, you get your classic choice, which I didn't really read into this because i just want staff or rod i should say um because that's always my go-to but yeah you get to choose between the sword the rod and shield and yes you have here listed that they give you different commands so, yes so it's uh instead yeah so i guess similar to kh1 actually depending on what you take and what you give uh, determines your starting commands for the game which we'll get into commands very similar. But if, if you've listened to us or you've played Birth by Sleep, they're the deck commands from Birth by Sleep. So it yeah. won't affect your growth. It'll just affect the stuff you start out with. So there is like okay. a best path if you care to optimize your playthrough. But there are a lot of early game things. The only thing I've seen is people like to sacrifice the sword because if you sack the sword, you get cure, which is always nice to yes. have early on. I did get that. Uh, Okay, cool. But yeah, it's this early. I haven't had to really use it too much, so it's it's definitely just nice to have it compared to the other options. But yeah, there's there are some blitz there's some blitz commands. There's fire if you pick up the rod, like we did, obviously. So uh, yeah, I think I gave, took rod, gave up sword just because magic. Nice. <laughs> And yep. the other ones I think are more common. I think I did pick up a fire during this entry level when we when get yes, to Destiny Islands. But yeah. Yeah, I Magic the other ones. Yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Chip and Dale tell us that they've rewritten Sora um, basically so that he has a reason to use the Keyblade this early. Um, so I guess we'll take it. Um, yeah, it kind of threw me for a loop for a second. I was like, that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Sora never gets the key plate this early on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he 
boy, is he just taking it all in stride. He's like, all right, cool. I'm along for the ride. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so are Donald and Goofy as Mickey sort of narrates what's happening. Um, but, oh, whoa, there's someone else following along. It's the black hole. Ooh, no. Another um, one. Yeah. Who, at this point, I don't even know who it is. I have a feeling. Well, yeah, I don't know. It could be one of two characters. Um, yes. <laughs> but... The gang tells Sora, after that guy in the black coat. Because maybe he's behind the bugs. Mm, could be. I, I was... I, fun fact, I know who it is, I remember. It's a big point of the story. But yeah, I was thinking up till just now, like, has anyone besides Org members shown up in coats? And I think at this point in the anthology, only... No, I know Mickey. Lily, Mickey, and Riku well, have. What yeah, am I saying? Yeah, um, the only other non-org member is Anson the Wise in the secret ending for BBS is in a black coat, yes, I think, at this point exactly. in the series. So, it is kind well, of a little mystery. Oh, uh, yeah, very, yeah, 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 yeah. beginning. Of yes, but you're right. It would be weird for him to show up here. Hoo-hoo! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's another character who appears at the very ending of the game in a black coat, from what I remember. So I'm not sure if it's actually them, but we'll we'll find mm. out soon enough. Oh yeah, oh we will. There's some suspense to be had. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. Um. So yeah, we get to play now. Um. And yeah, we get to start doing some little fighty fights because little shadows pop up. Um. So yeah, like you said, it uses the deck commands from birth by sleep which is pretty interesting thank um, god big fan of those yeah and then i guess the big well one of the big um i say gimmick but that feels derogatory uh, mechanic. mechanic of Maybe. this game yeah uh is the clock gauge which is kind of similar to the command gauge but not <laughs> it's uh, uh so, i had to remind myself because we just every every game is obviously new mechanics so i was yeah. like why do i feel like this is super super familiar went back to look at bbs's mechanics i'm like ah this is why this feels very familiar <laughs> yeah it's pretty pretty similar um but yeah, yeah so basically it's a gauge that fills as you whack things mm. um much like the command gauge but instead of like a command style, um, it basically adds like a buff for each level. So like, um, I I assume everyone starts with this one, but healer, um, yes, you get to like the level one or not healer? Is it healer? I don't know. It's you either a ability, heal boost. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like the item boost ability where healing items um, restore more health. Um, so you just have that sort of passive while you're at level one of the gauge. And then as you keep whacking, then you'll get another buff on top of that. Or does it replace it? It should be on top. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So like plus two strength or something like that. Then you keep whacking. Then you get level three, another buff. Um, 
And then finally, once you max it, you get a finish command, much like um, the finishers in BBS. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I haven't gone that far yet, but I assume slash what the tutorials were kind of telling me is when you level up your keyblade command, uh, you unlock different paths of the clock gauge. So again, yes. similar to how the finish commands, how we unlock them in Birth by Sleep, where there are sort of those like branching paths. Um, you kind of unlock new effects of the clock gauge, which is interesting. I'm not sure if it's, when you do have multiple, if it's something that you like select ahead of time or again, like the finish commands or if it's like um, based on like what you do in combat that will like lead you down one path or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's interesting. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah, to, so, to <laughs> confirm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you select prior to you going into those <laughs> clock gauge moments. Okay. So, yeah. Look, so I think I've unlocked one where it ends like a level earlier. So I think instead of going to level four and doing the finish command, it stops at going into level three, basically. But I think it's... um, oh, okay. If the level three is like magic boost right now, it's like the opposite. Or if it's... Yeah. If it's offensive magic, like doing more th- with magic commands, it's it's like you take less damage from magic commands, something like that. Uh, but yeah, yep. you select it prior to I think going to that level on the bottom screen, and so you can kind of kind of play your own adventure without the. Uh, as much as I really do like the command gauge in BBS, you're not restricted to okay. I have to use fire strike to go into firestorm. You can yeah, kind of yeah, pick yeah. and choose because it's not like. I get this huge ball of fire. It's like, oh, I get this other passive, basically. So you do kind of get to pick and choose your own adventure without much hassle, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, But the one major critique I have is um, when you do max it out, which is to say when you get the finish command, pretty much every time I've used it so far, which is like maybe like three or four, was on accident because I didn't realize I had it unlocked. So I was just <laughs> yep. mashing the attack button because that's what you do in Kingdom Hearts. And then it's suddenly it's like, oh, you wasted this big finisher on like <laughs> shadow with one health left. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I've done the exact same thing the first time. I think in the tutorial yeah. it literally says like, here's the clock gauge, wheel on some stuff, you'll do Blade Rush as the current finish and, you know, it'll adapt, obviously, yep. as we play the game. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, something that you kind of blink and you're like, oh, crap, I did that thing. Moment. Yeah. Versus Birth by Sleep, it's it's much more obvious when you got your finisher on deck. Yeah. Um, and definitely, again, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, it's very obvious in that game when you have, like, your big slammy whammy ready to rock. Um, so I'll have to keep an eye on that. But other than that, yeah, seems cool. Seems like there's a lot of room for interesting things with it. So yeah, excited to see where things go. Yeah. Um, speaking Me. of things going, we very <laughs> quickly move to uh, a bugged door, which leads us to. A bugged version of Destiny Island. Oh, wait, before we leave, I had one one other note about the Awakening, which was, so you start on the Snow White platform, right? And immediately I noticed, wait a minute, there's something different about this. 
Something feels uh-huh. weird. And I realized uh, you can see her feats. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm assuming they, her feet, hopefully in shoes, right? Yes. They added okay. her, her feet in the artwork. Whereas in the original game, her dress covers. It, it's just the dress. Okay. <laughs> her ankles. Her, her, I got concerned for a moment. Nether bits. Um, and I thought that was a very strange, particular choice. <laughs> we we I uh, nope nope there. you 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 know what I want to think about and make a quick joke about, but I can't even bring myself to do it. So just move along, a little doggy. But oh, but yeah, one more. Uh, I guess not a gameplay thing. It's like sort of stat building at this point, but it does briefly sh- introduce you to the stat matrix, which is basically like the panel. If you're familiar with playing Days, the panel system kind of, but instead of, but similar to Final yeah. Fantasy X Sphere Grid more. So it's like you get chips yeah. from like when you level up, you can buy them. They're rewards from gameplay, and you essentially go along a track. So right now it's pretty one and done like this leads right. to this bit this bit will give you an ability like dodge roll is the first thing it tells you to or it shows you how to unlock essentially uh it'll branch out later as we play but for right now it's just okay. like hey you yeah. put a thing here and you'll advance along this sort of skill tree essentially but yeah it'll it'll branch out soon so you can make your own unique you know right. something that suits your yeah. playthrough or your play style yeah i'm wondering like how much level of customization there is compared to yeah like the panels from days which as you recall i felt was like too much mostly in that like you had to keep going back and fiddling with it um yeah so i like the stat matrix as far as yeah it's like a linear path where it's like you keep going um so yeah yeah it's pretty cool yeah um what was I gonna say? Um, it, it, it it's kind of confusing though, how it plays with like your command deck and then like your equipment commands. Like there was yes. like one part where it was like, <laughs> I think it was like you leveled up your keyblade. It was like go check out the new ability with it, and then I was like, okay, do I check the ability like? on the equipment screen because that just shows me the command nothing else do i check it in the the stat matrix do i check it in the regular command list and yeah that part gets a little little weird yeah it that i got lost in the sauce a little bit so there's like a command matrix which is like your deck you have like your gear matrix which is like your accessory your keyblade and then the stat matrix itself so definitely at first it it kind of I and we've we played at the end of Destiny Island, so yeah, I think there are parts that you kind of discover on your own. So if you kind of go into the pause menu and you start screwing around, you'll get like a bunch of tutorials that just kind of pop in. It's like, hey, yeah. hey, hey. So it can it can definitely be like, oh, moments. Um, look like some other games, you can go back and reread the tutorials. A la Monster Hunters one always comes to mind. So in case you forget stuff, like I have been doing, <laughs> you can go back and reference the same pop-up window from whenever it appeared in your playthrough yeah 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 um because yeah there's there's a lot of new information here so blink and you miss it and you're kind of i want to say screwed because it's not like that complicated yeah but it's pretty different from yeah birth by sleep and days yeah so like yeah 
it's important to note these things as they come up Um, exactly so back to paradise um which is yeah odd it's playable destiny islands which obviously we had kingdom hearts one and then we had a chain of memories but you know it was the weird Mm -hmm. chain of memories where like it wasn't really playing through the world it was just playing through rooms with the destiny islands wallpaper was the aesthetic (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, did we so oh we visited here in days but it wasn't anything gameplay related like like there's like yeah same for the scene between yeah yeah between like zigbar and shion roxas is on the there's that weird bit of days that actually takes place on the islands but yeah Mm -hmm. it's been a few games since we got to play the islands proper yeah and it's a pretty faithful recreation although it's definitely um they definitely like stretched it out so there's like more ground to cover um but yeah it's 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 like it's like coming back home literally uh (laughs) except there's a bunch of giant blocks that are evil and ruining things oh no (laughs) um so that's that yeah, that's our other big gimmick of the game. It's it's blocks, blocks baby. with an X, because of course. <laughs> um, which, <laughs> yeah, I... That's like the big thing that I think most people know about this game is, yeah, there's these weird yep. blocks. And I don't know what I was expecting. Like, I guess I thought that they were kind of like enemies or like puzzles, but... Mm at least this early on they're just platforms basically <laughs> yeah so um, i have to go back and refresh if you want yeah so the overview for those who aren't playing along like we have the generic like the generic data block you've probably seen which they're like knocked away in a single hit there are some prize blocks there are some of the metal ones which are like permanent platforms that can't be destroyed either way uh, but yeah, blocks, and there's, there's, I had to, I went back and reminded myself, there are several more types to come, so hold on to your okay. horses, there will be a, okay. quite a few, um, but uh, yeah, this is, this is the welcome to Coded kind of extra gameplay piece that they added in to make it yeah not just another retread of KH1. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, they're like little platform quote-unquote challenges, which is to say... Sometimes they'll put a prize block on top of a regular block, and you gotta jump up on it. Um, I keep waiting for the moment where I screw myself over by whacking blocks that I was supposed to use as a platform, and then oh no, there's no <laughs> going back. So far, that doesn't ha- that hasn't happened. But you've got the I right mindset, it, though. Yes, you've got I the right mindset. Will. Luckily, it doesn't matter for <laughs> DI, but don't you better hold on to that mindset, my boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, if you're an intrepid explorer, you can get some extra goodies. So, like we said earlier, uh, there is a uh, a spare fire command to be had from one of those prize blocks. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, just like a little bit of, you know, exploration, which as we've kind of lamented in previous games, there's not really a lot of that in post-KH1 games. So, yep. Good on ya, coded. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, they're they're not too great otherwise because th- these blocks are ruining our picnic. Eh. 
Um, so there's a data, data, Titus, Sor, t- Titus, Waka, Selfie, uh, which again, it's, it's weird to talk to them. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been Selfie yeah, we saw been... too. We didn't yeah, see any of the ad. Obviously they were, they were babies, not, not even born in BBS. And yeah. So yeah, I guess Calm would have been the last time. Wait, did we? Yeah. Which wasn't even like, proper, so yeah. Like, like Datasaur talks to them like 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 they're friends, <laughs> which I mean I guess they are technically, but it's like they are they are friends. We haven't it's... seen them interact, in like literally any other game, so it's just weird to be like, oh yeah, you do have other friends on the islands, I guess, mm-hmm. huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and also I can't remember where it was exactly, but um. It may have been Sora, actually. So, Mickey's basically doing his voice of God shtick, where he's like, Sora, follow the blocks! Destroy them, <laughs> and you'll find your true purpose! And Sora's just kind of going along with it, and he's like, I don't really know what's happening, but okay. Um, yep, that that's about right. I, I have to say, he's already characterized so much more intelligent than base Sora. <laughs> <laughs> Because he, like, kind of figures out that, oh, yeah, these blocks are, like, weird. I should probably stop them. I don't know. He's, like, picking up on things, like, much more quickly. And, like, he's like, okay, I have a, I have a key blade. I could probably use this. So, I'm like, huh. This is, again, this is very strange to see a Sora forming coherent thoughts of his own volition. <laughs> Especially because he doesn't have a Donald and Goofy to bounce off of. So, it's like, ah. Yeah. Uh, Huh, this is not normal. <laughs> a data sword just built different, just saying. Yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, it might have been him, or maybe he was talking to one of the Final Fantasy characters. But they're talking about like the blocks on the island and someone's like, Oh, like, is this someone's idea of a joke or something? And then they're like But it's it's too early for April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just another one of those weird handheld Kingdom Hearts dialogue bits where it's just like the characters just talk in ways that they shouldn't where like it... April Fools is a thing in this universe <laughs> <laughs> like April the month is a thing like it's already weird that like Christmas is a thing and like apparently they know about it across worlds I don't remember how much we got into this, but as I was playing Cage 2, I'm sure we talked about it some. Oh, like yeah. The oh, yeah. Of we Santa Claus. Basically, it's implied that he's like the most powerful being, being in the universe because he can track hearts across worlds. And he know like, he knows, he can, like, tell Sora a conversation he had when he was seven. <laughs> or yes, I am. I am now getting <laughs> memories of a very specific Kevin Rent. I forget if it yeah, was like that, original okay. Halloween Town or the revisit, but yeah, it's definitely from the yeah. Cage Two season. Yeah, it's like, all right, you're telling me Santa Claus isn't worthy of a Keyblade? Then, like, where did the power <laughs> limits stop? Um, but yeah, like April Fools is just a thing on this tiny island world that would have no real use for it. I mean, I guess no one has use for that holiday, but. Yeah, it's just one of those weird things, like, 
okay, I guess we have to acknowledge that exists. <laughs> um, and then there's another moment like that right at the start of Traverse Town, but we'll get into that in next episode. Um, but yeah, just one of those little, little quirky dialogue moments that I just love so much in these little side games. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we get some gameplay pieces. Um, it's pretty straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. We just take out some blocks, uh, which... Um, oh, sorry, I'm kind of... Well, you do take off block, take out blocks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but we have to get to the <laughs> island to talk to Titus for some reason. But whoa, the bridge is gone. Oh, no. If only we had flow motion. Um, but Way to game. <laughs> whoa, whoa, there's a... Huh. Okay, so the bridge is gone because there's bugs in Riku. Um, yes. And the game says that you have to like you have to look beyond the code man you have to go behind behind the scenes to see what's really happening you you do have to become neo yes yes literally (laughs) and they make this whole show of like oh look at the bottom screen and follow the radar it'll start pinging more the closer you get to the anomaly and i'm like okay okay i see what you're doing game like a little scavenger hunt um Except it's it, it, it's extremely obvious. It's just the door to the shack, which they had already emphasized in the previous cutscene. Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, basically towards the end. I feel like it's towards the act three of every world. You'll do an area debug, which mm-hmm. I, the other ones are obviously D- di is the main island and then only the secret place so it's very obvious we see the black cloak walk into that door so it's like i'm gonna walk over to that door and bada bing bada boom it's it's right there but yeah once we get into other worlds it'll be more of okay i got you it gets a bit more (laughs) confusing a bit more challenging for better and for worse but yeah a mild introduction to looking for the area debug which leads to another big uh coded or recoded uh, part of gameplay, which is system sectors, which are kind of like mini dungeons, essentially. Yeah. One of a handful of actual new um, 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 background music tracks. Um, yes. Something else is a very slightly remixed version of this, the world's original theme. Uh, but yeah, you get that hopping little techno beat, which is weird because I only know this from Melody of Memory. Um, oh my god! And it sounds oh quite god. different there. That's hilarious, actually. <laughs> and I don't know. Did they like? Did they um like um remaster it in that game? I, would I mean, ass- I guess it makes I, sense because it was I would a assume DS so. sound font. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, um, for 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 anyone who doesn't know slash new listeners, I I'll do like all of the uh, the like the background audio editing. So a lot of it is inserting like the background music from time to time when we deem it appropriate. And so I knew going into coded, and I literally just pulled up the list because I know it's very little. When it comes to coded, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven unique I've been tracks. Stressing to coded. about this. For months, like how are we gonna <laughs> fill out the background 
music. There's so little of it. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll be a lot of world specific stuff because they're specifically like, right. and most of these ones here actually, and also unfortunately, the first recoded track is just the recoded rendition of Dearly Beloved. So, yep. pro probably the best yeah. version you'll hear. Or sorry, not the best version, not the best version of Dearly Beloved. The best sound, original sound you hear. AKA we've yeah. heard this a million times, but it's slightly different this time around. Um, yeah, and then but yeah, a, a we'll lot have of it's to pick the... another one as our standard intro beat. So we're down oh, to yeah. like five to like actually <laughs> sample throughout the episodes. So yeah, the rest yeah. is gonna be uh, mini versions of uh, themes mm. and tracks we've already heard before. Which I will say, there, there's a certain novelty to that. It's kind of fun hearing a slightly tweaked Destiny Islands theme and from what little I've heard of the Traverse theme. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I guess... I guess no, Recom had... A lot of the organization music comes from that and too. So I actually probably did have... Yeah, no, there, there's stuff. some... There's some hits there for sure and like the Castle Oblivion stuff and... Yeah. Um, so... Two bangers. All this to say, it's the theme music for the System Sector. Um, I don't know what that was, but yeah, it's kind of like a dungeon, <laughs> kind of like, um, I mean, I'm using my imagination here, but I imagine these are going to get a lot more complex as the game goes on, but it's kind of like, um, the, um, oh, what was it in, um, Persona 5, the, the, is it just called I'm... the metaverse, the underground, the subway? I forget the... What? the official term oh it's I mementos Mementos. there you go yes i would have been of no help go. yeah no worries i got there on my own um there you go just go one floor at a time and then yeah um and there's like a special currency exclusive to there um so in this case it's sp system points uh which yeah, I mean, you get them by beating up Heartless and Blocks and whatnot. Um, mm -hmm. And then at the end, you can exchange them for prizes or experience points, which I thought that was kind of a fun little gimmick. Um, but yeah, again, super basic here in Destiny Islands, but I'm curious how much this will expand um, in the later worlds. Because, yeah, seems like a cool idea, because... You have to, like, hunt out the Heartless um, before you can proceed through each floor. Um, not mm -hmm. unlike a certain day's mission type. Um, that's sad. That's pretty true, actually, yeah. Because in yeah. the exact same vein, there are... You do not have to beat up all of the Heartless. There are specifically these bugged Heartless, which appear... Mm. I forget if they appear on the map. I don't think they did this time, but I wasn't really paying attention to the mini-map. Okay. But, yeah. I didn't catch It is that. kind of... Yeah, yeah. I just so it, it kill it, everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it, there is a little hide hide and seek aspect because I think nice. the last floor in this specific system sector, I got to the top and I was like, okay, I missed the bug on uh, one bug heartless somewhere, and sure enough, yeah, I'd missed it like on the middle floor or middle level of that like three tiered area. Um, but yeah, nice. specifically there, I I think they're all silhouettes, which is. You don't really make out when they're all shadows, <laughs> but yeah, right. it's a silhouette of a heartless with some little datascape elements, and that's specifically yeah. 
you'll want to beat all those up, you'll unlock the next floor, and you'll do rinse repeat throughout the system second yeah. to get to the end. Yep. Um, so yeah, this is where most of the combat is. Um, so you will probably upgrade your key blade, which was super confusing, because it <laughs> levels up to level 1.5. <laughs> Uh, which, as far as I'm aware, doesn't do anything. <laughs> I'd have to d- d- double check. Um, I think it's slightly different. Um, but but yeah, so moral of the story is your Keyblade will level up throughout the playthrough. Hey. And it'll your each your different keychains also level up. So like your oblivion will go to like level two or three or whatever um just like this is so which gives you a reason to use the other keyblades if there wasn't already but yeah, yeah they'll um they get little upgrades every x amount of heartless you uh defeat with that keyblade or keychain yep yeah i mean i guess we'll find out soon enough but like mm-hmm. they don't actually change the keyblade's appearance i'm assuming it's like like Correct. It, mm, yeah. yeah, I think they will. Not, no, yeah. Um, I was thinking of like unchained. Like, are there like small, little, minor visual updates? But I think they're just. They all look like the base keychain yeah. they're based off of. Yeah, there's not going to be any wild cray cray designs. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um. But yeah. Once we get through it all, the bridge is restored. Yay! So, we go and meet Titus, who tells us he may or may not know where these bugs are coming from, but you'll have to <laughs> fight me for it. Um, So, we fight him. All right, bet. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of fights how he does in Kingdom Hearts 1, but kind of different, where... You, like, can't use a finisher on him. Like, he, like, dodges it automatically, like, blocks it. I don't remember exactly what he does, but mm. I remember, like, oh, like, I should not do the three, the full three hits, just do the two and then walk away. Kind of like, um, like Riku. In Riku? Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah, um, it's funny because he's in Riku's spot in KH1 yeah. on the little island. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's some blocks in the way, so it's similar enough to right. that fight but slightly different um yep. yeah this time at least during my one he just he i think he always at least from what i remember he just always did the overhead swing so i would just get out of right. the way and combo him and just that was literally rinse repeat it's pretty straightforward obviously this early on yeah i mean we can't just set him on fire so that's fine <sighs> it'll be too much fun <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we beat him, and then he tells us, okay, it's in that extremely conspicuous secret area. Not um, the secret place! Not where everything bad happens on Destiny Islands, it couldn't be. Yeah. It was funny, like, because you can explore the area on your own. And I walked yeah. by the secret place, and I was like, huh, seems like we can't go in here. But, uh, well... Technically, I was right because you don't really go in there. There's just a cutscene there, um, but yeah, it, it, how how naive of me to think that yeah they weren't gonna go back to that <laughs> that old watering <laughs> hole of the spooky cave. <laughs> so we go in but, and 
what's what's that 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 keyhole shaped object? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a keyhole. <laughs> Very much so. But yeah, for it's odd because like. Sora comes in, the Keyblade just kind of shines automatically, and then afterwards the Black Hulk shows up and he's like, Sora, you should search out them there keyholes there, Sonny. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he tells us there's a new message in the journal, which... Uh, yeah, whatever okay. weird light thing got us another, another, another strange message which actually reads there's a road for the taking if you end our worlds worlds with a possessive aching yeah i don't i don't yeah i just don't follow (laughs) are they talking about like this specific world like destiny islands or like the grander world like is this just like our little breadcrumbs of the plot through coded, or is this like the meta plot? I think it's the first one, but mm. it's kind of weird. Because the perhaps it is taking. Because like, uh, I'm just thinking too much about it. But whoever yes. this entity <laughs> is that's speaking, like, like these messages aren't for Data Sora, like. They wouldn't be concerned with the data worlds. <laughs> yeah, Th- this is a so, very for for my for my people associated with or who know the like early Assassin's Creed plot. This is yeah. Desmond and the Animus interacting with I forget what the hell they're called, but basically like right. the god figures. And then he's like, "You talking to me?" And he's like, "No, I'm yeah. talking to the person who's currently reliving your life." And you're like, "Yes, that's what a the hell perfect comparison." Um, yeah, so our world, like, I don't know what our world is supposed to be referring to exactly. Again, I assume it's just, hey, seal the keyholes in the data world to, like, keep the plot moving and take the road. But, yeah, it's strange. I, but, I honestly forget, so I'll be curious to uh, re- relearn along the way. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out more um, as we continue through the datascape. So... Um, yeah, there's a very brief, well, okay, no, sorry, I'm mixing up. This happens a little bit later. Um, but we get a, an allusion to Ansem classic, uh, mm-hmm. telling Sora this world's been connected, uh, to the darkness, and he tells him, aim for the keyhole, my boy. Um, and we, we, we shoot a beam into it and that takes us to a boss fight um yeah which is none other than of course the dark side ah. <laughs> it's him and, it's the classic guy yeah but he's a little bit different because it seems bosses in general are a little bit different in this game where yeah um there's like a whole scoring system in place which at least as far as what the game communicates is just a matter of timing which is weird because there's not like a timer 
yeah on screen <laughs> it's so uh this to know how this, well doing. this one's pretty vanilla i won't spoil any other bosses but i think they kind of deviate from like a normal boss fight oh. trajectory sometimes okay. like i think of like some of the oddball boss fights from actually from bbs and uh the dream drop distance actually but yeah they're mm-hmm. especially most of them are essentially the nice way of saying get good so a lot of them just say like don't get hit or, or keep your hp as high as possible essentially so yeah uh, you yeah you get points for just being good at the game essentially <laughs> yeah and at the end you'll one... get rewards on uh based on like how good you did yes yeah i couldn't tell if it was just like damage taken or just whatever your ending hp is like if you heal not... at the very end yeah is that, is that like still good or is it like no i did heal at the very end hit, just period. to be on the safe side but yeah i'm not sure yeah. if it's uh damage at end or damage taken over the, the uh, instance so right we'll have to basically it's like you know any sort of like like a platinum game like bayonetta or uh, like a devil may yeah. cry where like you get graded on the fight and usually it tells you very specifically here's how you did on these categories this doesn't do that <laughs> Yeah, you I just, just got one points. star at the end, and I couldn't tell is that good or bad. <laughs> like, what is what is the scale here? <laughs> is it like one star out of three? Is it like star is better than letter rank? Like, I don't know. It might be that good, three stars. I think I either got two or three stars. But that seems yeah, well. more likely. Yeah, but I wish there was some indication. Um, I still got a lot as far as like the prizes, so. Yeah, I, I think I got two good. or three little rewardies for uh, for doing this one. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of cool because it's the dark side, but he's got different stages, which I wasn't it, really expecting. Yeah, um, I forgot this guy got th- There's three different phases as, like, the yeah. first actual first big boss fight of the yeah. game. Like, I was yeah, like, okay, really I'm done. Like, it. that was pretty easy. It's dark side. Oh, wait, no, yep. there's more. Oh, wait, no, there's more. Yeah. Um, yeah, his first phase is the most similar to his classic moveset where he's got the dark punch. Eh. Yep. And then the homing beam. Eh. But then, because there's got to be a little coated twist, instead it rains blocks on you. That block. Eh. Uh, and, you know, you can summon little shadows, but on that, pretty standard. Definitely. And then the second phase is when he's bugged. Oh. So he starts <laughs> to fire more blocks from his chest. Um, Giggity. And then there's like a, like, um, I don't know, like a blocks summoning phase where. Yeah. He'll do his he big gonna, old punchy, but the, yeah. the like, uh, the standard blocks will, like, appear on his arm, so. Instead of hitting the arm to do damage, you have to, like, one-hit the blocks, and then he'll go into, like, a stunned face-down animation. Yeah, and I that's was when you very do confused the... by this. Because, like, the main thing they told us about the blocks was you can, like, run up them. Mm-hmm. And they appear on his arms, which any real KH fan knows you gotta run up those arms to get to the head to smack them for maximum yeah. damage. Yeah. I did try the exact same thing. That you're, yeah, yeah. You're I kept trying to, to run like... up them, but nothing was happening. I was like, "What? What am I supposed to do?" Because like you hit one, and like nothing really happened. So you're like, "Okay." 
So, like, eventually I figured out that, okay, you just gotta hit the rest. But, yeah, very confusing. <laughs> yes, I, I tried to climb them first as well, and then I was like, okay, cool, no, you just gotta bonk all the blocks. Yep, which, when you do, he gets stunned, which is pretty satisfying. Uh, but, like, he's down... Very, you have to be very quick to maximize your damage because he's not stunned for long, and mm-hmm, definitely, it is one of those annoying Kingdom Hearts fights where like either they're vulnerable or they're not. Like you can't get any sort of chip damage at him with like spells or anything. Like you gotta do the thing to make him vulnerable, and then you can actually do damage. Um, which is especially annoying for the third phase where I I honestly don't even know what was happening here. <laughs> Uh, he turns it's... into like a block swarm. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's welcome. It's welcome to recoded. He just tr- yeah. truly just disintegrates being dark side. And he's just a bunch of blocks running around. Like they jump up and down, they slam the ground, and then there's a there's a station or a station a phase where the like uh, dangerous blocks go out and like the core is in the middle. And you gotta hit the core. But yeah, yeah it it. Yeah, I was like, I'm still fighting Dark Side, right? Like, this is this is happening. I, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Um, and like, kind of, kind of difficult because, yeah, the blocks are just giant hit boxes that, like, you can kind of, if you time it right, you can hit them and you know, destroy them. Um, but for the most part, I just kept getting whacked, and it wasn't great. I definitely had to heal a few times. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure what the strategy is here. Um, I'm curious if you can go back and redo these fights to get those rewards. Because um, I certainly didn't know Good what I was doing question. the first time. Good question. I don't remember. Yeah. So we'll have to take a look-see. Yeah. But, yeah, eventually you can go for the core... Um, and that's what you want to get to knock down that HP bar. And then once you do, eventually you prevail. Yay! And then we get <laughs> that classic scene of getting sucked up into the dark void. Oh, <laughs> And that's, that's pretty much it, isn't it, kiddos? So, yeah. Meanwhile, in the real world... Uh, Disney Castle gets a new page in the journal. This adventure's a real page turner, don't you think? Waka waka. <laughs> and this time it says there are more hearts than the one you have just undone. Which, again, like, what, what hurt? Like, I, I guess Destiny Islands was being hurt, but it was just the data version and even then like it was a very in like a very um i don't know like it was very indirect hurt being inflicted on the island kids it's not like we like saved them over yeah so again yeah, i'm yeah. not sure what this through line is like are we talking about just the data worlds or the real world i don't know but mm. No, it's it's a thousand percent just the data worlds being bugged. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is funny and a little retrospective because Waka and Tyus and Selfie are like these blocks are a minor convenience. 
Like, yeah, again, they're like not, they're like, like, multiplying out of control or anything, like, yeah, too crazy. Exactly. The bridge went missing because of the blocks, but right. I guess Titus was trapped on an island he could have just jumped off of, but... But yeah, it's implied that the world's at their core are hurting because of the bugs, but they're also data versions, yeah. and there's where the head-scratching starts from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess like our only other frame reference of this, right, is Kingdom Hearts 2's Data Twilight Town, mm-hmm. which I guess it was never, like, overtly stated, but it's pretty obvious that the data... Parts for like Hanner Pencilette, like those memories carried over because they still felt a connection to Roxas. So, mm-hmm. I guess you could say these data hearts are like, yeah, like people who can feel pain. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like that's yeah, I guess that's uh, what the game is going for. So like, sure they're worth saving. But ugh, it's it's a hard sell, <laughs> uh, especially when yeah, it's just oh no, our bridge is missing. <laughs> uh, but the day is kind of saved. Yippee! Mm-hmm. But not before one final tantalizingly tantalizing cutscene, which I don't know what this is supposed to be. Um, so it is a quick scene of KH1 Riku on the descending, on the disintegrating island where we fought the dark side and he meets Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, but cloaked Ansem. In his potato sack version. Yes. (laughs) And he opens the dark portal for him. And I don't know... Because cause Jiminy points out, wait a minute, I have never seen this before. This isn't in my journal. Where's this going from? So, I don't know. <laughs> like, did this really happen? And is the journal, mm. like, filling in the blanks of reality? Or is it, like, like a data metaphor for like what's happening in the data world because <laughs> my head just immediately goes to um, the birth by sleep Blake points ending where we saw those very or the final mix um, which no the point is <laughs> uh, you got this <laughs> yeah the 0.2 a fragmentary passage ending which for all purposes really didn't so much, except for those very brief flashes of KH1 scenes that we never saw, like Riku on the Neverland Tower. Mm-hmm. So my head immediately went there, like, oh, it's kind of like that, where like they're showing us these in-between bits of KH1 for some reason. <laughs> but again, I'm not sure, like, did this literally happen, or is, yeah, this just a data world thing? Uh, I don't know because well, if it well, did happen, well. why is why why are we seeing it? But I, I guess that's the point. Gemini's also confused, so 
We're all confused at this point. <sighs> Something we'll have to decide, figure out along the way for Kingdom Hearts Recoded. Just, just when I thought I had it all figured out, the game said no. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, except we get to, we get one last fleeting glance at Sora. Wow. Um, who is, um. Waking up in Traverse Town. <laughs> a, from a very, very, very alien place that Sora has never, ever been before. Nah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we have our heading for next episode. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, first impressions. Um, yeah, it's, it's not bad. <laughs> I don't mind it so far. The plot's weird, but I mean that's a pretty <laughs> part of the course. And like I knew exactly. going in, it was gonna be even weirder. Um so and yeah. There's there's some intrigue to be had, even though I know what happens in this game, but I guess I don't know <laughs> the full story. So Yeah. We're in for for quite a ride, it seems. Yes. Yes we are. I am um, again, like I said, like I said at the top, I'm curious to revisit it. Uh, it's on the shorter side, like there are not as many worlds in this game. Uh, but yes, yeah, it doesn't. I peeked at the worlds and was very surprised at how lacking. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the shorter side, definitely. <laughs> but yes, we'll be interested to go back and revisit the important story elements of this game firsthand yet again because i just like days i haven't revisited this since around launch year so i am interested mm-hmm. in diving back in but yeah I, I had a mental note from earlier that this is kind of the most and mind you it's it's retreading cage one so the game puts you in control and kind of pushes you out the door quicker than many other kingdom hearts games in the past especially at yeah. this point have done yeah like it's very sure. much like cool go, go ahead kid you you got this. <laughs> yeah, which again, I, I don't mind um, after, I mean, God, Days was such a slow start. Um, yeah. But I suppose too, it wasn't too bad, but the fact that you had to do it of... three times was definitely rough. Um, yeah. Two's pretty infamous for its beginning game. And even, because again, I just replayed it, even when you do get Sora, like it is still very plodding <laughs> um mm-hmm. so yeah it's a nice change of pace that's for sure um so yeah i'm excited to go on this little journey um so yeah stay tuned for next week where we will traverse traverse town Yay. yeah yeah uh but yeah it's good to be back uh lots of Lots of uh, exciting things. Well, I don't know. There's there's really not a lot of exciting things happening right now. <laughs> coded. <laughs> I'm hoping that by the time we finish the season, maybe something exciting will have happened as far as Kingdom Hearts things. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, we gotta we gotta stretch this content as much as we can so that we're not <laughs> starving. Um, so we're glad you're here with us, and yeah, hopefully you're enjoying the ride yourself. Whether you 
dusted off the old DS. So yeah, you found some some other means to replay really old games conveniently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we shall see you next week to the data escape and away. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs>